Hello there, and welcome to another episode of A Slippery Slope. My name is Mark Browner. Hello. And I am talking <laughs> through the magic of Uvu again to <laughs> my co-host, Lodger. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hey, everybody. How's it going? My God, I turned into that chick from two, two girls and a, two broke girls. I turned into Jennifer, <laughs> whatever her name is. Hi, everybody. I'll take your word for that, Um, (laughs) only because I I, I probably have maybe seen that show all of one time. Oh, I've watched it quite a few times, and I'm somewhat uh, embarrassed to say that. It's an okay show for what it is, I guess, but... but yeah, okay. it's not something you you go around telling friends, <laughs> uh, or maybe telling telling uh, acquaintances and and uh, uh, random people. Maybe friends are the only people you want to tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. Understanding understanding friends. Yes. Uh, oh, there's one thing I wanted uh, to I wanted to say about Uvu. Oh yeah. Uvu Uvu Uvu. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uvu? <laughs> Why isn't that their catchphrase? Should Do be. you uvu? It should it's be. Yeah. 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 I kind of like mine. Uvu, uvu, uvu. That's horrifying. <laughs> it is kind of. Okay. Uh, uh, it's the Canadian Skype. That's right. We can edit that out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna have uh, Well, if we, you know, okay. you know, I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. So, wow. Anyway, which is good because this week has been a pretty, uh, pretty downer week for um, for me. Yes. For a lot of people. Well, yeah. for a lot of people, yeah. You know, for for the country. We yeah, we record this show. Obviously, we record the show. You know, uh, and, and then it's uh, usually four or five days before we get everything together, get it put together, get it put out there online so people can listen. So right, it's about it a, a week lag time. Yeah, so that's not the timeliest of things, and that's why you know I don't want to talk about this week too much. You know, plus people can listen to this episode months in the future. So, well, but I, th- I this think it's, week, a, it's a topic that uh, I think is important all the time. So, well, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, let you. I'll let you continue. Well, we're we're recording this in uh, mid June. About five days ago was the mass shooting in Orlando. Yes. Um, and so that was a re- you know that's a really rough time, really sad, horrible, horrifying, absurd. <laughs> unimaginable thing that has happened in our society. Yes. And uh, so, you know, one of the things, Mark, that I really haven't said on the show that, you know, I know some people who listening, who listen, know me, but some don't, you know, obviously we've talked about it, but we've, I've just haven't said it out loud on the show. You know, I'm a gay man. Right. um, Which is, you know, and a, and a proud gay man. And, you know, yes, you are a, a, a sliver, a facet of my, personality it's not all that i am of course like any gay person but um right i just wanted to say it out loud on the show because you know i didn't want it to seem like it was something we hinted at or that we didn't discuss or that was you know off limits or some crazy thing like that right. so um I, I just wanted to say that obviously this week has been a rough week for all of us but you know particularly for um lgbt people and there's more letters that go with that i heard someone the other day say lgbt plus people uh, which i thought was very inclusive was very you know i sometimes we get a little too politically correct but i thought that was a nice term that just tried to be inclusive but anyway, I, you know, on Lube TV, which, you know, we've talked about on the show, which was a cable access show that Mark and I did in the early 2000s here in Austin. Correct. Um, we are uh, the whole the whole thought behind the show started by John Christensen and Mark was that Lube TV was about lubricating the social environment. Yes. That statement in itself says positivity. Let's make things better. Let's make things fun. Let's have a good time. Let's enjoy ourselves and let's promote that as well. Let's let's be a show about having fun and enjoying things and partying. Yeah, trying to make the world a better place even. Right, exactly. Yeah, positivity is what it was all about. Right. And um and I think too, you know, John Christensen was an awesome guy and he certainly wasn't a perfect person. No person is a perfect person. No. Um but he was a fun fun guy. Oh my 
my God, he was that we talk about him a lot because he was the center of had this magnetic personality and that and a big part of that was he was just a fun person to be around fun and funny and entertaining and intelligent and you know just a person you want to spend time with so that's and i think that's what we want to do with this podcast too is we want to be about positive things about fun and entertainment and having a good time and partying and promoting things and not dragging things down and not there's plenty of podcasts out there about politics and and the world as it is and you know blah 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 i think we want to do that i you know we we want to we want to concentrate on good vibes good feelings having fun you know we might at times complain and bitch about stuff and rant about things and, and uh you know get negative to a certain degree about some things obviously you can't be happy 100 percent of the time but well, i just wanted to kind of make clear what what we want to do here Sure, we're not 100% insulated from the world. We right. don't we don't necessarily want to be a political show by any means, but uh, being part of the world, I mean it, it's unavoidable, not that we're necessarily being political. We're we're talking about human things here. Right, right. And that's why too, I think when when that happened in Orlando and I was thinking about the show and you know, you and I sometimes kind of make a list of things we want to talk about on the show, and I was like, well, I really want to address that. I really want to, you know, just say this is something that happened and and we're not living in a vacuum. We're aware this happened and it's tough to just like we've we've been fortunate that we've had 4 or 5 days to process it and go through it. Well, that's um, true. But but it's not some that's not stuff like that isn't something that, you know, uh, you know, I could rant for an hour about it if if not longer and I I know you could too. Right. But that's just not the kind of things we're going to talk about here. Because there's plenty of other people talking, and most of them saying nonsense well, <laughs> about there, it. So yeah, there's 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 plenty of negativity already out there, uh, you know, regarding this topic, and uh, we don't want to be part of the negativity. We want to be part of the maybe a positive change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a reminder that there are so many great things in the world to talk about. There's so many amazing, wonderful things to talk about and certainly you know you and I talk a lot about I'm kind of a pop culture guy I love movies I love music sure. I love books I love partying and having a good time and going to clubs and going to see bands and movies and and there's so much good stuff like that in the world to talk about that we don't need to waste a lot of time talking about negative things well it's true but you I know, mean there's a but we but we are you know acknowledging reality at least at, at this oh, yeah. point in time so you know that's that's the world we live in. It is, it is, and I think um, one of the things it was funny because when you go th- when you witness something like that and and it it happens, it's so easy to get negative and angry. I'm still in a little bit of an anger phase oh, about it. I know, I know. I I, I read your Facebook posts. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, I kind of have vented. Well, but you know, in, in most cases, I I agreed completely with you. Yeah, well, I like you know, Facebook is a great place to to let it out, um, right. because it's it is it is a public square kind of a feeling, but it's mainly your friends you're talking to, and they know you yeah. and know that sometimes if you get angry and say something kind of irrational, that that's just your personality, that's just you venting, that's not really you. So that's helpful too. I, one of the, one of the things that go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I I think I think what disturbed me the most was that immediately there were so many people out there just wanting to point fingers at you know politicians and and things like that instead of you know just acknowledging this horrible horrible tragedy that that's occurred and 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 thinking about what the hell can we do to prevent this in the future but instead people just wanted to you know for instance say oh uh oh it's obama's fault or something like that you right know what I'm saying? or it's the muslim's fault or it's you know uh n- now there's all this stuff online not to get too deeply in this now there's a bunch of stuff online that this guy who did the shooting was gay and had a grinder or tinder profile and all this crazy stuff and you know who cares about that shit right 50 people died and that's that's horrible and horrifying and they kind of died for who they were 
and that's even yeah. worse horrifying and 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 exactly. that's the that's the story that's the thing that we have to keep in our hearts and just remember that these people lost their lives and it it it, it doesn't i saw that a thing online today where the time magazine has i guess their cover that's coming out has a list of all the names with the question why did they die next to it and i just thought that kind of pissed me off i thought well that's dumb we know they did, why did they die it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter. It, uh-huh. Anyway, let's not get too deeply into it. Okay. Um, but one of the things I also wanted to say is, you know, that I like a lot of um, uh, YouTubers. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you are into podcasts and I am into YouTubers. <laughs> ah, OK. Well, I, I, and, and I, I follow some people on YouTube as well. So I you like know. you. Yeah. There's a YouTuber named Tyler Oakley. He's a um, I think he's about 23 or 24. He's a, he's a game guy okay. uh, who's who he's was on amazing race this year and he's uh, uh but he's mainly known as a youtuber and and he's openly gay he worked for the trevor project which is a a gay youth organization helpline suicide hotline and he posts you know he posts videos every week and he posted a a, a video a few days after orlando happened and uh-huh. instead of getting on there and ranting and pointing fingers and yelling and being upset he just started talking to his audience saying i love you and you're a good person and and he just was so full of positivity and i was just like oh i wish i could be like that i wish i could just you know it was such a it was such a cool video to watch that i just you know i was like wow i wish i could be a person like that because it's hard when something like that happens it's so easy to get angry and negative uh and which i have um right uh, it is really you know have a lot of respect and admire someone who, you know, he wasn't he wasn't pointing fingers or blaming. He was talking to the people who are going through it mm-hmm. and trying to comfort them and trying to tell them that, you know, you're a good person and, you know, and he, I love you and all these things anyway. I just thought that well, was really cool. I, I think he was using, you know, his medium and he has probably millions of followers. So He's a huge uh, fan base, yeah. Exactly. So I, I, I think he used that platform to its maximum positive effect yes which is what he kind of does all the time to a certain degree you know three cheers to him um, yeah i'm i'm really you know when you like someone especially you know young people on youtube and and different things you when you like someone like that you call yourself part of their fandom (laughs) Ah, and i really i really like being a part of tyler oakley's fandom i think he's he's a really interesting positive guy and uh, you know i don't like to hero worship or set people up as as examples because they'll fail you every time i mean he's just a guy he's sure he's not a you know he's not a perfect person and no one is well, he's, um he's but, human um, he's gonna have foibles yeah, like everybody else exactly but I, I you know he's just very inspiring and that's and that's really neat and it and it's nice to have a young gay person do that be that person for a lot of people who need that uh, yeah. a lot of young people do so I, I i imagine you wish you could have had a voice like that when you were a teenager that yeah. could have spoken to you like teens and young people today have available to them yes yeah yeah there's you know people you know and i understand that it's hard sometimes for for other people heterosexuals or whatever to get that when you're a young gay person especially when you're fairly young and figuring it all out just to hear someone say there's nothing wrong with you this is normal it's okay seems so simple and basic but boy do you need that when you're a young gay person you you know and 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 young gay people get that so much more now than they did five years ago 10 years ago 30 years ago you know it, it's hard enough being just a teenager or a young person in general. So put on top of that other factors, and yeah, I assume it can be amazingly difficult at times, or could be, has the potential to be. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. That is um, something that I forget sometimes, that it's just difficult to be a teenager, period. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, and... 
it's it's interesting too because I was kind of a I don't know you know it's funny I I it's hard for me to think of you as a teenager because I just didn't know you then, although you are very you're you're certainly an open person and and not not really guarded in my opinion in any way I think it's because I'm not an inquisitive person I haven't asked you a lot of questions about your youth uh-huh. yeah um well but you know you know. I don't I've had a I lot don't of, really know you as a teenager. <laughs> right. I mean, I've grown a lot since I was a teenager. You know, I, I was very naive and had very dumb ideas also, you know. I was probably a homophobe when I was a teenager. But, you know, uh, that's the great thing about being a human being is you have the capacity to, to grow and change and try to achieve your, your maximum potential as a human being. You know, you don't, you don't stop growing emotionally and mentally once you leave high school or college. And if, if you do True. stop yeah. growing emotionally and intellectually after you're out of high school or college, then there's, there's something not right. I mean, you, you should always, right, always right? Be, be growing and, and trying right. to be a better human being. Yes. And, uh, so. and that's, it's tough when you get older. Boy, it's so easy to get set in your ways. It's so easy to, to – it's funny because I, I always think of the – and this is another gay thing, but I always think about – there was an episode of Roseanne where she kissed Mariel Hemingway. I, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I, I remember because, the, because you know the echo chamber went apeshit. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? People went crazy. And, and I, I remember thinking, you know – when you're when I was young and gay, I knew I was, and I've always been pretty open about it. And even when I lived in a small town and stuff, you know, I've never really hidden it, uh, especially as an adult. And so, yeah. but when you when you do that, especially when you grow up in a, a society that wasn't quite as open and and accepting, you get really set in your ways, and you get really, you know, you because I was proud of who I was. Yeah. You get kind of, you know, almost like a a statue about it. You're just like, this is me, and there's no flexibility in that. Oh, and I see. I remembered kind of, you know, I remembered pseudo militant to a certain degree, yeah. and just, but really, also set in your ways. When once uh, you come out, then there is that kind of expectation that that's going to be the rest of your life. You know, once you come out, you can't go back in and, or that's not really what I'm saying. Once you come out, you can't really say, you know what? I kind of changed my mind. It's, it's hard to, because then you're seeing, you know, it's just like the Anne Heche factor, you know, okay. She came out as a lesbian. She was with Ellen. And then when she went back, you know, that just gives haters a good reason to say, Oh, you see, it was a phase or a fad or blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, you, you want to avoid that. I think in her case, it was probably for publicity and maybe furthering her career. Who knows? Well, yeah, who knows? Possibly. Um, yeah. But so when I saw the when the the uh, Roseanne kiss thing happened and Roseanne was yeah. on TV doing interviews and she talked about how, you know, just because you're she was 30 something, just because you're 30 something doesn't mean your sexuality is set in stone. And that just opened me up to the idea that, you know, I had I had made this life for myself and said who I was, but that didn't mean I could change. You know, that meant I still could change my mind about that at any time. And that would be fine. You know, I didn't have to. I was I was trying so hard to live up to my own expectations of who I was that I gave myself no room to to be open minded about other things. And and Hmm. not just, to you know, but and that happens to us. I think that happens to all what, when when you say older, expectations of what you saw yourself to be, what what do you mean necessarily? Well, I mean, Let's I expand you know, upon that. Well, it's just like you know, there's a there's a couple of well-known uh, gay directors, and I'm trying to think of who one was now. That oh oh no, it's Tom Robinson. Tom Robinson is a guy who did a song in the '70s called "Glad to Be Gay." Okay. Wow, in the 70s. Hmm. And it was it it actually was a small hit in England and it just became an anthem for gay people. It's a fairly well-known song. And in the 90s, I believe, he married a woman and had a child. Wow. And you know, he got a lot of backlash uh, about there's an idea that he didn't live up, you know, that he oh. somehow betrayed gay people by marrying a woman and having a you know and being in a committed relationship with a, a woman okay. and and like, so like when you're gay and you mm-hmm. come out mm-hmm. you you know 
it's not that you can't go back in the closet. It's that if you, you know, if you're a leopard that changes their spots, you feel like you've, you, you've either been a liar in the past or you were wrong. You know, it makes you feel like you were wrong somehow. Or you can be used by the opposition as some sort of a, you know, a negative example or something. Exactly. Exactly. That's, you know, and it's the whole kind of, yeah, then you get into all that conversion therapy and all that crap too. Right. You know, it's fodder for the crazies. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And and when we really, you know, and it took so it took me a long time and this is discussed a whole lot more now these days is, you know, sexuality is kind of fluid. And for some people it's very fluid and for other people it's only slightly fluid, but you know, nothing about sexuality or about your personality as a person is set in stone just because you are 30 years old or 40 years old or 21 years old. Yeah. And it's it's you know now more than ever we talk about these things and and people are much more open minded and knowledgeable about them, but you you just want to you know it was harder when I was younger. It took me a long time to just open up my mind and say just because I feel this way one day doesn't mean I'm going to feel that way tomorrow, you know, or okay. just because well, I've felt this way for 30 years doesn't mean I'm going to feel this way tomorrow or well, whatever. Yeah, you well, know, and yeah, it, and that's fine. That's okay. Okay. Well, it's not like sexuality is is being, you know, on one side of the fence or another. It's more like being on everybody's on a different plank of a very long boardwalk. So, you know. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you can walk all up and down that boardwalk all you want. That's <laughs> uh, a fun place to be. So, anyway, okay. I'm glad I you like my analogy. A... Uh, yeah, I know. We did. <laughs> I know we got off, you know, it's called a slippery slope for a reason. We we go off on tangents uh, yeah, we did. Uh, at times, and I didn't I didn't want to spend that much time dwelling on anything, but I just, you know, well, I, my main thing was I want people who listen to the show to know I'm an openly gay guy, and I'm proud of that, and, right. and, uh, as you, and if you listen, you should know that. That's all. Right. Lodger, <laughs> I appreciate you just uh, telling it like it is and uh, being the person that you are. And uh, that's why I was, I'm glad that you were the best man at my wedding. So there you go. I was just thinking, you know, um, people probably don't know that. I was the best man at your wedding. Well, yes, you know, you Mark, were. you have always... You have always been, you know, a friend to me and an, and an ally and supportive and, you know, you're a you're an awesome person. Uh, you know, <laughs> now we're going to pat each other on the back. But, Aww. you know, you're very, very open minded, easygoing. My God, you're exactly what I need in a friend to someone who's <laughs> forgiving and open minded. And because <laughs> hey, I know. certainly, you know. I can piss people off. Well, you can, but you know, those you are who you are and uh, you know, we're friends and we have been for for over 16 years, so that yeah. that counts for something. I think so too. I yeah. I think so too. And I I, you know, it's it's hard to put into words, you know, because I certainly have had a lot of friends and I and I get because I'm so opinionated, which I am, and you are. and vocal and, and <laughs> yeah, I totally am. Um, you know, I've had a lot of friends who, you know, yeah, well, you know, friends that we've had in common that now I don't talk to those people and they don't talk to me. Yeah. Different ones here and there, you know, and that's because and that's usually my choice because once somebody kind of pisses me off i'm done with them <laughs> wow and okay. you just you, you you just never have pissed me off and and i don't think you ever <laughs> would you're you know and not just because naturally you're that that's your personality well, you're I'm, very easy going i'm i'm very person. diplomatic <laughs> for lack of a better term well you are and you're th- oh. you are and you're thoughtful and 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 also you know you're probably the person I know the person, one of the few people I know in my life that sometimes can just listen and not, and and you don't have to answer or, you know what I mean. Well, You're a yeah. good listener, and and that's a skill that people, you know, I I try to have, but I have to really work at it, and I'm not that great at it. But you just seem to be a natural listener and thoughtful person. Those okay. are great qualities. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, I, the I, mutual admiration society. Yeah. I think I think in the past though I, I I had a tendency in conversations to always resolve issues within those conversations, but as I've gotten a little older, I realized that, you know, it's not my job to resolve the problems of the world in, in conversations. Sometimes the best thing best thing that I can do is just to be a good listener. So that's 
all I have yeah. to say on that. Yeah. Well, you know, and I wonder too if that's a, you know, I think that's something that a lot of straight guys who are with females partners uh-huh. um have to learn. <laughs> because you know, generally speaking and I don't mean to generalize too much here, but generally, you know, and and I I I've heard this and I feel like it's true. Women like to vent their problems, but they're not necessarily looking for an answer. They're just looking for a, a just for someone to listen, just to be able to vent. And that's a so that's a great quality in a in a friend and a partner. No comment. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, no, actually, we've all, some no, of us... no. You're probably right. I mean, uh, uh, that's probably a, a skill that I've learned just from making mistakes in past relationships and trying to to fix those and you know it's all about continuing to grow as a human being that's all right yeah living living and learning yes so okay i think we can we can take a breath <sighs> yes and, deep deep breath <sighs> yeah okay good <laughs> i feel a thousand percent better I'm gonna drink some. I of this, do too. Drink some coffee here. Okay, I'll have a sip of water. Mm. Pow! <laughs> I just shit my pants. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't do that when I've got water in my mouth. <laughs> I, water almost went everywhere. Okay, um, oh. just to uh, give credit where credit was due, I stole that from Mark Marin. He does that all the time. Oh, oh, really? Okay, I was so, thinking there's a, I, so a I, thing I, on Family Guy that's like that. So, so I got to edit that out. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Me, me always oh. saying that I got to edit that out. I stole that from Todd mm-hmm. Glass's podcast, so I got I, I got I to edit that out now. <laughs> Damn it! I don't know. Maybe you should leave that in. We'll just we'll just. I'm we'll, I'm gonna leave like it in. That's like paying homage to to you know those who have gone before us in the podcast realm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, the the people that have gone before. I mean, Marin is is a. Is huge. We stand on his shoulders, and I like Todd Glass. To George Carlin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Isn't Todd Glass? Todd you know, Glass. You know me. I don't. When, whenever he's he, a gay guy, right? Yes, he is. You, yeah, you, that's what I thought. Yeah. He's kind of hard to listen to sometimes, not because of his gayness, but because he's so <laughs> frenetic and all over the map, and he's he's a consummate comedian, and he's constantly working on you know comedic bits and stuff on his show, and it's it's interesting ah. as hell to see him work because yeah, that's what he's doing. And uh, but anyway. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Well, see, you know, we talked about this when we talked about starting the podcast. I really haven't listened to many. In fact, Tyler Oakley does one called something, and I, what is his podcast called? Oh, it's going to kill me. Um, and I haven't, I've listened to that one, I think, one time, and I don't think I made it all the way through it. Um, oh, yeah. But it's, yeah, but it's uh, but I'm I'm familiar with Mark Marin, of course, and Todd Glass because of their stand up, and they're both yeah. hilarious stand ups. And and Mark Marin is especially well, Glass is too. They're both funny, intelligent. You know, I, I don't deep isn't a good word for it, but you know, their uh, comedy yeah. isn't slight. You know, their comedy is dark and deep and unique and interesting. Yeah. Well, I think I think well. So, Mark Maron is yeah he's kind of dark and deep and Todd Glass is all he's kind of, his sense of humor is almost kind of absurdist uh, right yeah he likes yeah. to push that absurdist envelope it's interesting for that reason uh, yeah I should you know eventually Whoop. one day I'll listen to those guys I, I'd really okay. like to hear both of some examples of both of their work because because right. uh, as comedians I have certainly enjoyed listening to their stand up and seeing seeing it on TV and that sort of thing yeah agreed. We shouldn't talk too much about him because people may just turn us off and uh, just start listening listen to, him, to right? Todd right. Mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe so. Well, you know, we've only so listen to the what is this our fourth one now? Listen to the four we've done, and then go when you're bored and looking for something else, and we haven't put up a new one yet. Then, oh, then shit. you can go look for more. Sure, of um, course. Um, so yeah, of course, hey, that hey, that reminded me. Of the fact too, uh-huh. I'm sorry to interrupt. That um, okay. on our website, which is you tell me is because I can never remember it. Ltvpod.com. 
ltvpod.com ltvpod.com yes um you've put up you've put up some pictures that we had and uh, yes. there's a link to uh some loop tv the old loop tv website and um you've added a few things there that are really interesting for anyone who's interested in the show and and uh, either the, want to know some memories because they know us from the sh- loop tv or want to see some things so they can kind of get up to speed on what we're talking about half the time well that's uh, a true. lot of great stuff on the website that you put up this week well good i'm glad you you, can, you, you noticed see how that fat i am and <laughs> <laughs> i did i thought that was awesome i was uh, you yeah. it looks really great Good. Yeah, also, it, uh, it's turned it, out it turned out really nice, cool. and uh, people yeah. can people can listen to the the podcast right there on the website, or you know you can you can even also uh, click on one of the links there, and it takes you to iTunes, so you can subscribe to the podcast that way. So yeah, we we got yeah, a good site, like, lots of options. And in case people have missed it, on the website, if you look below the picture of Lodger and me, that's where all the additional links are. If, if you haven't spotted that already. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. It's yeah, but it's pretty. I mean, you made it pretty clear. It's pretty easy to see. I, yeah, I know. It's just different, I guess, if you're viewing the website on a you know your home computer or a laptop, or if you're viewing it on your iPhone smartphone. It looks a little bit ah, different, but of course, it's not. It's not that difficult to figure out. Cool. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, on an iPhone, I, a, a know, website a website looks long and skinny. So to speak, and you, of scroll, course. And you scroll up. One, yeah, you know, I Duh. I do like Facebook and and Instagram and Snapchat on my phone and um, and read Google News, and that is about it. I don't really plug around too much on the phone web surfing because uh, I use my PCs because I'm still old school. But I know a lot of people. Well, it's nice aren't. to have the the bigger <laughs> the bigger screen of you know a, a laptop or you know just a home computer connected uh, to PC, uh, yeah. Yeah, your PC connected to a large screen TV is always a, a good well, thing. Well, you, you know that's what I have, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, yeah. It's, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You do your YouTube videos or, or Netflix yeah, or, or yeah, that or, way or very Netflix easily. Yeah, or Netflix um, or Amazon or all that stuff. Yeah, sure. absolutely. So, actually, I watch DVDs on it, too, So, uh-huh. um, which is cool because I don't – because I still am too stupid to set up a DVD player with my cable TV system. You're gonna okay. have to come visit me and help me with that. Every right. time I need to do something like that, I just call Mark. Mark, can you yeah. come help me figure yeah, this know. out? Tech support. I can't. You're so- pest yeah, control. Mark is, my, Mark is my. Oh, I know. Oh my God. Yes. Mark is my tech support and my pest control. Heaven forbid. Oh God, I couldn't open it. If I opened a cabinet and a mouse ran out, I would just shit my pants. Too. <laughs> <laughs> there would be. It would be it, it, they would hear me screaming across the street. It would be horrible. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a girl. I can't help it. Not to mention if I'm a mutant, big old if, girl. If a mutant squirrel ran out, that'd be horrifying. Oh Jesus! It would be. It would be. And <laughs> in where I live, there could possibly be one close by. You never know. It's very likely. So, yeah. You know what I have now is well, they actually just fixed this, but you know, I had a I had a rat. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. They've, supposedly put up traps and i haven't knock wood had any trouble noticed seen it lately or heard it lately thank no, goodness or, no. or come home and found stuff strewn about well that's good no uh, no weird yeah. squealing in the middle of the night yeah nothing like that yes. but then i had on my up. on my patio that was crazy on my patio i had in in the light fixture for the outside light on the patio i yeah. had a, a wasp's nest Oh yeah, and I I had to call this is Texas, you know the the office and be like, there's and it was huge. There's a huge wasp's nest oh. in my light fixture in my patio, and it you know of course it took them two weeks to get someone out here. It was in to, to the do light something fixture? about it. Oh, it was an open it bottom was, light fixture. Right, yeah, okay. like the the cover, you know, yeah. the metal cover that kind of covers the light it right. was up in there. Um, Damn. I did enjoy at four o'clock in the morning when they were asleep, just going on and turning on the light for yeah. <laughs> fucking with their heads. It's daylight wasp. Get the fuck up. <laughs> good, you know, good, good. Four o'clock in the morning. Yes. I'm just going to fuck with their heads since they're yeah. out there and I can't even go on my patio because of them. Mm. Oh, yeah. Those bastards. Anyway. Yeah, they're pretty bad. So, wow. Oh, yeah, um, I, you know, we were talking about, um, different podcasts a few minutes ago and i got an email from uh 
John Christensen's brother, Tim Christensen, and he was saying he really, uh, I think he had just listened to episode three, and he was talk, He was saying that he, he liked the uh, oblique strategies, and uh, the funny thing was is that before I said, before I read the oblique strategy thing, I was, I was talking about, you know, there's somebody out there in the viewing audience that this card may be significant <laughs> to, and they're probably listening to this podcast at work, and they're wearing a blue shirt. Wearing a blue shirt. <laughs> and he emailed yes. me, and he said, I was listening to your podcast, and I was at work, and I had a blue shirt on. How did you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, wow. So, That's fun. And I told That's him. That's so funny. I told him the Bodhisattva knows everything. <laughs> the Bodhisattvaod. Yes. Zaphod? Yeah, he's he's the well. He called me that a couple of times just for shits and grins. I don't know why. Oh, because because <laughs> I was because I was in I'm an enlightened being apparently. Ah, the Bodhisattva. <laughs> the Bodhisattva. But that's not where Zapod came from as your nickname. No, that came. No, we used from... to call Mark Zapod. Well, yeah. John did. John started especially. it because my email address was like. Zephod, you know, and some numbers after it. And, of course, he read it phonetically and, and read it as Zaphod. And so he that became my nickname. I came by it honestly. But what, was that just a randomly assigned email, or did you pick no, that I, name from the I chose it because Hitchhiker's of Hitchhiker's Guide. Guide to the Galaxy. Okay, uh, okay. You know, but... Which is an awesome book, by the way. Yes, it's an awesome trilogy of five books. <laughs> I, which I haven't read all of them. I've read two or three. I, I think I've read the first three, which is yeah, Hitchhikers. I can't, I can't remember what came after that. And then it's a Restaurant at the End of the Universe or, or yeah. at the Edge of the Universe or something. Um, One of them is So Long and beat, Thanks for All the Fish. I, all I the Fish, that's I, right. I think that might have been the last one, but then there might have been another I, I one after it that. May have. Yeah. I, uh, there was a BBC miniseries based on that. <laughs> That is awesome. That oh, yeah. You, I don't even it. know if you can see it on. Yeah. I don't know if it's. I'm sure it's online somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I did not like the movie. <laughs> oh, the movie version? The Yeah, because it, yeah. Was, it was highly Americanized. I guess. I, well, you know, it's one of those things where someone got a hold of it and didn't understand what the beauty of it was or something. And and it's got Zoe yeah. Deschanel in it, and she's amazing and pretty to look at. But as, oh, I as just Trillion, not, yeah, as a yeah. character. I Trillion. think I had a real, you know, I I just wasn't pleased with the guy who played um, Ford the, Prefect. Uh, not our Ford Prefect. Yeah, was it Mos Def? Mos Def. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, I it's like eh. I think I he don't did get that he, casting. He did a fine job. And then I felt it was, racist because I didn't get the casting. <laughs> right? No, I know, I know. You know, he was okay. He was good. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Who played Arthur Dent? Yeah, it was the guy who um, played Doctor Watson in the most recent uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes thing, wasn't it? Uh, oh God, I don't know. He was in. Um, There's so many Sherlock um, Holmes things right now. He was in uh, Fargo. Like eight he, different... he was in like season two of Fargo, I think, or was it season one? Probably se uh, the TV show Fargo. He was Patrick the... Wilson? No, no, Far he was in the Alamo. Fargo. He played the the little guy in uh, Fargo. Uh, God, what oh, is that actor's name? Yes, uh, he, he's uh, in the Hobbit, and he's in exactly. He's, yes, I, I wish can't I remember, could remember his name his either. Name. It's yeah, I know things. who you're talking about. I, I think he does played... he play does he play Bill Bogo Bill Bo Baggins? Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, only three I don't even feet know tall. Who Bill Go I don't even know who Bilbo Baggins, you know, we talk about movies I haven't seen, uh, and I, by choice I have not seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies, it's just not my thing. He, but, was, the, he was the bravest uh, hobbit of them all. Bilbo Baggins? Yeah. Or the... <laughs> um, uh, oh, okay, so I'm... Martin... So I, IMDB... Martin Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, you got it too. I just I am <laughs> DB'd Fargo. No, but when you said it, when you said Martin, I was like, yes, that's him. Uh, I just I am DB'd Fargo on IMDb, and it looks like there is there a s season three. Well, now I can't get back to the page. Oh, uh, uh, did you Fargo? watch season two? Mm -hmm. I watched every season. Yeah, uh, the first I loved both seasons. The first and second okay. season yeah. were amazing. Me too. Um, yeah, I loved 
Uh, oh yeah, I love it. I mean, the second season, there was some weird stuff in there. The the spaceships and a couple different things were kind of weird, but oh yeah, that was weird. I uh, I still loved it. I mean the the Patrick Wilson and who was the other main character? Billy Bob Thornton. Or, or am I, that was the first season. I'm, I'm mixing seasons. Oh, shit. Okay. See, this is why I can't Google and have a conversation. I'll uh, stop now. I know. Yeah, me too. How do we get down that slippery slope? Oh, yeah, we were talking I about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and who played Arthur <laughs> Dent, and it was uh, Martin... Freeman. <laughs> Martin Freeman, yes. That's... Not to not to totally change gears here, but I, I saw, I saw something, and of course I got distracted totally. So, and I hadn't read this yet. So on November 23rd, 2015, so that's six months ago, seven months ago, FX renewed Fargo for a third season starring Ewan McGregor and set in 2010 to premiere in early 2017. I cannot wait. Yeah, that's a that's a great oh, series. Yeah. Both seasons were were terrific. Uh, so I, I, I'll take more. P- yes, please. Oh, me too. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, you know, first season, Colin Hanks, amazing, amazing. Right. right um, yes. Um, second season, Gene Smart. Oh Whoa. wow! As the mate, so the, good. The matriarch of the family. Yeah, that was amazing. Of the, of the mob family, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Right. God, she was amazing in that in that series. I she blew. I mean, she, she's always been an interesting actress and been in interesting things. Although most people know her from Designing Women, which of course. you know was kind of you know what it is what it is. But right, um, I mean, that was yeah. a, that was an okay show, but you know. Fargo it, had, it had moments. So so far yeah, and away, yeah. a, a superior show, yeah. obviously. Yeah, to think um, that the woman from a woman who was in Designing Women was the, the in that character in Fargo is mind blowing. She's, I just was like, oh my god, they need to give this woman every accolade, every um, award you can yeah. get for being on TV she in a series because yeah, she should have gotten an Emmy for amazing. that. Maybe she did. I oh, don't know. easily. And I don't either. I don't even know if we've done Emmys for last year yet. I can't keep up with all that stuff, but I yeah, think we have. Me either. Yeah. Um, but there's going to be a season three of Fargo, which is awesome. I can't wait. Wow. And you said and you and reminds, McGregor is going to be in that? Yeah. Wow. And set in 2010. Okay. So, so almost, I don't so know. So more present day, sort of, minus six years, because the last season took place in the 70s, the, right? The second season, yeah. The second, yeah, season, second season was a flashback, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, wow. Ewan McGregor was cast in the lead dual role as Emmett and Ray Stussy. He's going to play twins. Ooh, wow. Okay, that's already amazing. And they've said that there will be connections between the third season and the other two seasons. So cool, fantastic. Can't yeah. wait. Well, there's you know there, that that there's r- always there are always connections, even connections to right. the movie, right? At least Easter eggs to the to the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fun stuff. Right. Um. And. Thinking about this reminds me of something else I wanted to talk about on the show and something I think you and I will be talking about a lot when it happens. Yeah. And that is when Twin when Twin Peaks comes back. Oh, my God. I, I can't wait. This may become a Twin Peaks fan podcast. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Yeah, that, that could be because, a, a, at least a, a 15 minute weekly segment. Yeah. Yeah. Because that I'm I'm just. Uh, yeah. I feel like I'm being edged trying to get <laughs> Twin Peaks coming on Showtime. It's just wow. like I'm. Oh, I, I see am what you're saying. So right? yeah, it's just like I, I'm. I, it's hard for my excitement to die down about that every day. <laughs> I'm just like yes, Twin Peaks, and I think that they keep saying they don't know for sure, but probably 2017. And I'm just whenever I'm ready, whenever they want to go, let's go. Yeah, so that's that's going to be on I think Showtime. Be huh? real exciting. Okay. Yeah, we'll be on Showtime. <laughs> I'm amazed at how many good shows there are on Showtime now. I I know there are a lot of good shows on HBO also, but since I have Showtime, I'm I'm watching a lot of Showtime shows. Like uh, Ray Donovan is a, a great show, starring Liev Sh- uh, Schreiber, and he plays like a, a what do they call him a fixer, kind of a guy who mm. you know, f- fixes problems for celebrities. But you know, every season he oh, he, wow. he he kind of devolves and more dirty and involved in in uh, more vicious crime 
you know, he's he's willing to do worse and worse things as time goes on, trying to dig himself <laughs> and his family members, you know, particularly his father, played by John Voight, and uh, and and his his, his his fucked up brothers, just trying to hold the family together, but at the same time, just destroying everything around him. It's it's amazing. Huh. Yeah. I, it's, why did I think that um, uh, Ray Liotta was in that show? Does uh, Ray Liotta maybe Ray Liotta has another Showtime show or he, something? He might. I haven't. I haven't seen it. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah. Ray a, Donovan is Leave Leave Schreiber. Yeah. Yeah. Schreiber. Schreiber. Yeah. It's yeah, hmm. Schreiber. So that's that's a great you, one. I also watch. Do uh, you watch Shameless? Is yes. that on Showtime? Yes. Oh yeah. We've been watching that. Sierra got me hooked on Shameless. You know, I kind of missed like the first several seasons, but then, you know, it's one of those shows you can you can pick up. I mean, it's probably better to have started from the beginning because you know all the history, but uh, right, you know, you figure it out. And uh, yeah, I like that show. And uh, yeah, that's one that I wanted to watch, and I because it's you know now we're in season five and blah blah blah. Eventually, I will go back and and watch all the seasons, but. Mm-hmm. That may be years from now. Before I may be right. in the retirement home watching oh. Shameless. <laughs> no, I know there, there's too much. There's too much. There is. We're in a golden age of television right now. That's all there I can really say. There really is some amazing thing. I mean, it's a golden age of entertainment. Although a lot of the mainstream movies that come out now just hold no interest for me. Um, yeah. But so many independent films come out that I'm in that you know I love and and want to see. And I think no matter what you're into, you, you know, I'm not a big documentary fan, but a lot of people are. I think you like them a lot more than I do. And boy, uh, what a great time for fans of documentary film. It's a oh, there are so true. many interesting things out there now. Right. But just talking have, about these television shows. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, have you seen the, uh, the the spoof TV show called uh, Documentary Now with uh, Fred Armisen no. and uh, Bill Hader? Uh, no, haven't even heard of it. Oh, that's amazing! It's it's a it's an amazing send up of documentaries throughout history. They play it as if they're a documentary TV show that's been on the air for like you know thirty years. So it's interesting. And then they'll they'll do a documentary that are actually kind of send ups of real documentaries that have happened. You've heard of uh, Grey Gardens? That documentary? Oh yeah, I've seen about it. the crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Used to be, you know, Kennedy relatives, supposedly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, yeah. so they did kind of a, a send up uh, spoof of uh, of that one. I can't remember what it was, what they called it. Now, you is know, it the, is uh, it real? Is it is it is it smart or is it goofy? It's I think it's a, I think it's <laughs> I mean, a little it, of both. You know, Fred Armisen hmm. can can be goofy at times, but and so can I think it's Bill Hader. Hader, yeah. Uh, Bill Hader, yeah. Yeah, okay. You know who he is, kind of tall. Bill Hader, who played Stefan. Thin, dark hair. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's those two, and they they always play major characters in these spoof documentaries. Really good stuff. Hmm. Sounds interesting. You know, yeah. I was just thinking there's just so many, there's so much out there that I want to see. There's a couple things that were made for Amazon that I want to see. Oh, One was okay. called The Man the Man in the High Castle, I think it was called. And it's oh. it was about what if the Nazis had won World War II. Oh, yeah. I've heard something of that. Yeah. Do and tell. I, totally. It's on my list. And I'm, I've, got to, I've got to make a point of seeing that. Wow. Amazon also has a show called... Uh, Mozart in the Jungle with Gail Garcia Bernal that looks really cool and people rave about and it's it's about a classical music orchestra mm-hmm. that I believe travels to part of the story is that they travel to some remote place to to pay for native people somewhere or something I could be totally wrong but oh, um interesting. it just gets real it's gotten he falls in love he's the orchestra leader and uh, the com- conductor and he falls in love with one of the musicians in the in the orchestra anyway it just gets really good reviews and people kind of huh. rave about it and that's another one i want to see okay there's way more shows i want to see than i than time in the day that's for sure well that's true of course another channel that's putting out great show after great show is amc you know obviously they've got well, that's what I was... both walking deads yeah know. And now they've got the new. I think Seth Rogen is executive producing it, uh, the Preacher, which is based I, on yeah, a graphic I, novel. Yeah, 
I tried to watch it. I it's just hard for me to get into stuff like that. You, sh- you should stick Have with it. Have you watched it. that? You should stick with it. Hmm. Yeah, it's 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 good. It, hmm, it, interesting. It, it gets better after the first episode. They have a couple shows on AMC that are going to come out. There's one with the, I think it's the guy, you know, the guy from Friends, um, David, uh, whatever his last name is. Oh, my God. Schwimmer? Um, Schwimmer. Oh, yeah, Something yeah. Something about him and someone else running a restaurant, and that looks really interesting. Yeah, we, we, we started watching that. We're like, I, I don't know, what is it, three episodes in? Three or four episodes in? Oh, damn, is that already on? See, I didn't even know yes. they were already on. Yeah, we've Hopefully been... Hopefully, one thing... Another Sometimes thing. I have a marathon, and that's good. Yeah, that's another thing I'm DVRing. Ah, <laughs> too many. I'm, we're, see, we're, I can't. We're watching I can't too do many the DVR. Things. I'd never get to it. Yeah, <laughs> but I think there are two or three things that we will probably talk about a lot on this show as we go on. Uh, once there, one is Walking Dead and the and Fear the Walking Dead because you and I both watch those and and like those and it's just on hiatus right now, of course. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Twin Peaks. When that comes on, that's going to be a show that we will probably talk about quite a bit. Right. Um, and you, I'm sure there are more. I just can't think of them. Did you want to say something about Wayward Pines? Well, I was just I, I've been watching it and I think you have, too. Yeah. You know, we watched the first, you know, that's on Fox. It's which is funny. It's uh, we watched the first season and I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Right. Same and here. So I've been. I've been watching the second season, which has Jason Patrick in it now instead right. of Matt Dillon. Yes. Um, and I'm not a big Jason Patrick fan. Um, yeah, but he, he does but fine. He's all right. I mean, he's, you know, I read a thing online before the season started because I think we're in about the fourth episode now and there's probably 10 of them or something. Right. Um, I read a thing where somebody had watched the first, some online reviewer or had watched the first two season, first two episodes and was like, eh, it's the, it's the same story from the first season, just a different guy. And I thought, eh, that sounds awful. Why would I want to watch that? But I thought, well, I'll give it a chance anyway. No, because um, more, was, more exposition is happening about what, you yeah, know, what, what the aberrations are. Uh, right. They're getting into that, and it's like they're not just mindless killing machines. Why would natural selection select that? You know, there's got to be something more to what the Abbeys are. Right, right. And and it just, you know, even from the first episode, for, even though it's still Jason Patrick wakes up and he's in Wayward Pines, after that I didn't think there was anything like the first episode at all. Yeah, he's trying to figure it out, but it's a totally different story. Right. And, and you know, he, he's a doctor and all this stuff. And um, Well, it's like, you know, <laughs> Matt Dillon was our stand-in in the first episode because we didn't know anything about Wayward Pines, and we were learning everything right. as he learned about it. So you wouldn't want to retell that story because the the audience would go, well, "What? We already know all this shit. Where, where's the, right. the the further exposition? We don't we don't need to know the old shit. We don't need to, right, which is what the reviewer I read said happened. And I he they were like, "Oh, it's just the same story with a They're, different guy." And I'm like, "Well, why would anybody watch that? Why would they do that?" It, but it's not at all. It's much no. more interesting. It it took one and episode like for for him to get up to speed. It was one episode and he was up yeah. to speed. It wasn't any. But even that What's was the different mystery? because he was a right because right. he was a doctor and they they right. had him helping people. So of course his you know when Matt Dillon was a cop and he was just kind of lost. But but right. Patrick is a doctor and yes. he's you know he's so immediately he could start helping people and and of course as a doctor you would even if you f- were in a weird place you your first thing would be to to do your doctoring you know right. to do your job he had more more power and more access to uh, uh, lots of more information very quickly true just, that's true just too. out of sheer necessity they had to explain everything and then on the right on the last episode i watched which was just yesterday from when we're taping this people of wayward pines have to procreate yeah and you know kids who are pretty young having to procreate to carry on the to carry on the human race and i thought that was pretty edgy for a tv show that's very uh, edgy to, and it's like wow yeah um, yeah it was totally um a surprise that they went there but to, but you know very realistic that would be a real thought and concern and and you know something that would really happen if this was a true story I, so well, exactly I, yeah, and I'm, it, it's, I'm it's liking it it's kind of shocking in the sense that you know because in this day and age it's like oh you know parents are trying so hard to keep kids from having sex but you know in that bizarre future world immediately upon uh, detection of ovulation boy you're you're ready to become a breeder 
It was right because uh, it's so necessary it's... for the survival of the you know it's right. they're back to to um, tribal days where you're where, where there's only X amount of people and uh, uh-huh. they've got to procreate to continue the species you know because it's just a small group of right. of people of course so the, it started getting it's interesting yeah but the question yeah, I'm starting to getting a- into crazy things the thing the question I'm asking at this point is well. Does the human race need to continue? The, the human race created the situation that that started their own extinction. Well, maybe it's time for the human race to become extinct. Well, right, that's true too. That was, yeah, um, it yeah. was, you know, it was it's those kind of weird feelings and and stuff. And but I I still don't quite get the whole aber a, the Abbey thing, the the aberrations. Why is that what humanity became? You know. How did that happen? Right, but I right. guess that's that's but I coming. Think they're going to be coming. going. Yeah, that's coming. According to the preview, anyway, that looked like where it was headed. But right. I just thought they were exploring some interesting ideas on the show this season that that uh, were new and and hadn't been seen in really any other uh, shows like that that I'm aware of. It, it, so I, I'm I'm not saying it's the best show on television by no. any means. No, it's not. It's a really um. I almost. It's a really interesting show. Right. I almost gave up on the show at, at about episode two of this season just because I was like, oh, God, I don't want to I don't want to go through this bullshit with wheelchair bitch, you know, trying to run the show from behind the scenes. And <laughs> I don't she's know. So great. That actress, Hope Davis. Oh, my God. She's been. A, she she's, is. She's so, so amazing. She's so and, malevolent yet, you know, with a with is. a can, with a candy coating. It's really weird. So. Right. I have seen her in so many interesting independent movies. I mean, she's been around for a long time. She looks young, but she's and she's really pretty. But she she's just a, a great character actress and she's great in that role. You fucking hate her, man. You right. really hate her. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess that yeah. wasn't that wasn't I'm, very I'm, nice me calling her wheelchair bitch. That's not what defines well. her. What defines her is that she's just kind of an evil she was an evil character when she was completely ambulatory so there you go <laughs> yeah she was she was yeah i, I think she's yes. just gotten worse God damn it, we probably yeah she has we're uh you forget sometimes that somebody might find that not a nice thing to, to say but yeah I know. you're right she's just a bitch period it doesn't right. matter how she's moving about so <laughs> right that that that's immaterial the the whole point is yeah she's right. just well, a, a very, and in that society of people, which is a small society, she's the only one in a wheelchair. So that right. does define her in the context of the show. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can we say anything now and not be politically incorrect? Well, I, I feel we, you know, people, you know, if we say something that people don't like, they can email us and just let us know, and we'll acknowledge that. That's fine. I agree. I agree. Right. Certainly, there was nothing malicious about that. I mean, we um, we we are human beings, and we're willing to grow. So just help us grow right. if we if we need wow, to. Wow! Full circle. Full circle, man. <laughs> you see what Full I did circle. there? <laughs> I see what you did there. You you gave us you gave the show a theme, oh, and that's that's why yeah. you're an amazing guy. Okay, I shouldn't have pointed hey, that out. Probably, that that kind of sullied we, my uh, goodness. Well. Uh, you know, it might have gone. It might have gone unnoticed if you hadn't. Um, okay. Well, I'll, I can edit then, that out. And then, no, don't edit anything out. I'm Just kidding. Fly, man. I'm, I'm Although kidding. Although there's lots of, of of hymns and haws in here that probably could go, but um, yes, there's lots so of uhs and you knows that are uhs and go away. you know, and <laughs> I'm oh, I'm probably the worst at some of that. Um, so no, um, I am. Shall we do our oblique strategy for this week? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, we're... it's kind of getting close to wrap-up time probably, so we probably yeah, should. Probably true. So, uh, yeah, we've got people that are waiting with bated ears to uh, hear the latest oblique yeah. strategy. So let's let's pull one from the deck here. So every time I pull one, I'm setting that particular card aside so we don't repeat. I know that's not necessarily uh. how, the, how they want oblique strategies to go, but I think just for the sake of the podcast, I, I'd rather not repeat well we yeah for now okay for now we can do that right right right. because i'm sure there's a i'm sure there's a an oblique strategy that says repetition is the sincerest form of flattery or something (laughs) (laughs) if you can't beat it repeat it Uh, there it is yes i I like that Hmm. all right let me pull a card here 
Okay. All right. That's a horrible Ooh. drum roll. I've got the, I've got the latest oblique strategy in my hand right now, and I'm reading it. Okay, here it is. Look at the order in which you do things. Mmm. Look at the order. I feel like Ed McMahon on. <laughs> On an episode of Karnak, look at the order in which you do things. Oh, uh, that's right. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, look at the order in which you do things. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. Okay. So, all, yeah. I'm a little... I'm Don't a, get stuck in a rut. I think oh. what we'll do every week on the show is that you'll read the Oblique Strategy card, and then I'll I'll turn it into a cliche. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. <laughs> point point out how Eno and Schmidt really were just kind of regurgitating uh, old knowledge, <laughs> old cliches. Yes. But I think that is a that is a. I mean, there's a little more to that than than don't get stuck in a rut. It's just saying because right. it, it is pointing out when you're doing something, it's very easy to get in the habit of doing it one way, and sometimes you need to step back and say, okay. What's mm. a different way that this could be done, and would it be better? Right. And that's a great a great. When I think about that, I think about work, where work gets repetitious. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, what what can I do to think about doing things in a different order? Tell me the card again. Look at the order <laughs> in which you do things. Look at the order in which you do things. Wow. Mm. Good good card. I like that card. I do too because it's, it's it makes you think. Exactly. I don't. Uh, that's definitely a Cohen. Remember the other day I was calling. <laughs> I was calling it a Quan, uh, mm-hmm. something that you know you you say and it makes you think about it and 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 meditate on it. I was saying it Quan, but it's actually a Cohen, K O A N. Cohen. You know, it's like what did you? If a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? thing that's right that's a cohen like we had said before did you look up the pronunciation or did someone tell you uh i just remembered it i just knew that when i was talking about it before it wasn't quite right and i was like oh yeah it's cohen (laughs) and uh, i i guess i I should have actually prepared and put up and actually uh defined it because you know there are probably people what what the hell is he talking about but it's kind of a fuck is he talking about it's, it's like a buddhist meditation thing right you know, a, right. a question or a quandary that, uh, yeah, Cohen. Uh, Makes me think of the Cohen brothers. <laughs> yes, Whoa, it's not, mind it's, blown. It's not spelled like that, though. Yeah, it's... That's true. It's Co- Cohen. A paradoxical... But if you were... It's a paradoxical anecdote or riddle used in Zen Buddhism to demonstrate the inadequacy of logical reasoning and to provoke enlightenment. Hmm. So I think... Uh, Interesting. You know, calling the oblique strategy cards Cohen's makes perfect sense. Or Cone. Makes sense. Maybe it's co- maybe right. it's just Cone. Co. Cone. And, s- and since you and I are friends and and really close friends, almost like brothers, when you read those cards, it's like we're the Cohen brothers. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> we oh, are. That was a lot. I went a long way for that one. <laughs> Can I be Ethan? Sure. <laughs> okay. Sure. Thank you. I'll I'll be Joel. Sure. Joel. Sure. Cohen Brothers. The, I haven't seen their new movie. I want to see that one too. Uh, uh Hail Caesar. Oh yeah. Hail Caesar. Damn it! It's I, out on DVD now. I'm, I'm yeah. just waiting for it to get cheap. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm yeah, sure, it I'm sure it's on uh, my uh, uh, UVerse pay per view by now. So I'll have oh, to cool. see if I can. Yeah. We'll watch it. I am. Uh, I will. I will. I probably won't see it for a while because I'll be waiting for it to get cheap on DVD before I watch it. So. Oh, okay. You're gonna actually per- purchase you know. it. Yeah. It's well, it's worth yeah, purchasing it's, Coen Brothers films because they're so I damn agree. fun to watch over and over again. You, you want to watch them again? Absolutely. And Coen Brothers, I I've looked online a couple times, and I do believe the Coen Brothers are the only one of the only film directors, for lack of a better word. Um, that have several movies that I've actually seen them all. You know, there's some directors that have two or three movies that I've seen them all, but Coen Brothers probably have 15, at least 10, maybe more. And I have seen every one of their movies. I haven't even seen every Linklater movie, and I'm a huge fan of Linklaters. But Coen Brothers, I've seen every film. 
Right. I don't except think I've anyone. seen. Yeah, I don't think I've. If, oh, wow. Yeah, except for the new Coen Brother film. But yeah, Linklater. I don't think I've seen all the uh, the midnight movies. The before before sunrise and after midnight and uh, oh, two and a half days from now or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Before, the, before the, midnight, the, before sunset, before sunrise, before midnight, I think. Right. Or something the, like that. The Ethan Hawke, Julie D- Deppy or Delpy. Delpy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Del- I say Delpy. Who knows if I'm right. right. I, I haven't seen Suburbia, which is hard to see. You have to uh, – they don't – it's hard to find on DVD. They have it on uh, line where you can watch it for a fee, but I just oh. – I, I want to see that one. And there's one – oh, I haven't seen – I have Fast Food Nation on DVD, and I don't think I want to see it. <laughs> oh, really? I don't want to see a movie because I think it's going to be like a, a gross things about food and yeah. restaurants, and I don't know that I want to – I just have this big fear it's going to gross me out. It, Maybe it might, I'm crazy. might spoil your appetite. Tight. Yeah, and God knows I need to eat more and more and more. <laughs> <laughs> until I take up the entire world. I won't be happy until I take up the entire world. Wow. Why hasn't why hasn't there been a movie with a evil guy bent on world domination who just wants to keep eating until he gets so fat he is the world? Now that sounds fun. Wow. That should have been that should have been like a a, a James Bond movie or something. Yeah, it could be. Maybe in a, <laughs> maybe in a parallel universe there is a James Bond movie exactly like that. There probably is. <laughs> Dr. Fat or... It's like, the, g- uh, goodbye, Mr. Bond. Gulp. <laughs> Gulp. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, one day. Maybe, maybe some young filmmaker out there will steal that idea, and please feel free to. <laughs> Do you expect me to talk? Either. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to be digested. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. funny. All right, man, we're It's been a good show. It it's actually been an awesome has. Show. Uh yeah, we started off uh, you know, with uh, you know, a, a serious Seriousness? note. But uh, you know, sometimes it has to be be said and then we uh, we eased on into uh, just a uh, interesting and fun conversation. Probably one of the more enjoyable conversations that we've had, Lodger. I think so too. Yeah, I've really enjoyed enjoyed it, and looking forward to the next one. I, I'm. Uh, I was just thinking about. Oh yeah, and you know, the other day I was thinking about how great it will be when Twin Peaks comes out. I know you and I will spend many an hour discussing it. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't know each. We didn't know each other, of course, when it was originally on. So That's we've true. talked about the old show, but of course, after a few years, the old show, you know, it's you can have a conversation, but it's not as exciting as when it's happening. Exactly. Um, it's so like, ooh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Kind of thing. What's next? Right. We're going to have to, when when those shows come on, we're going to have to do our podcast and edit them and get them online uh, the next day because... Oh yeah, <laughs> they yeah. are going to be timely, baby. They are well, going to be timely. That's true. <laughs> of course, the thing about podcasts are they're in per- perpetuity, so people might be, you know, seeing it months after the fact, no matter what. So, but that's okay. Right, as right. long as as long as we that's... keep it interesting and entertaining, it doesn't matter if they're somewhat dated. I agree. Yeah, uh, so. that's the great thing about podcasts is they're here forever now. The internet is here forever until we're all until the species completely disappears, <laughs> until it's wayward pine stays. <laughs> the internet will be here, right? And somebody will find a, a long lost server and find our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that makes me feel good. Sure, that makes me feel good. Yeah. All right. On that happy note, we should probably say good night. Yes, we should. Or good day or goodbye. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll say my sign-off whenever you're ready. Okay, it's been a, a wonderful episode. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening, and keep listening. We'll try to keep this a wonderful and entertaining show that you'll want to come back to again and again. So slide in next week for another wonderful episode of A Slippery Slope. Roger out and proud. Yeah. <laughs>